This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. For today's meditation, Hope That Maketh Not Ashamed, we will be reading Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in hope of the Lord of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we are yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgressions, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, in the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gifts of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ, our Lord. And now unto the devotional, Hope that Maketh Not Ashamed. If there is one word that is abused and wrongly taken upon the lips of a child of God very often in this day and age, it is the word hope. Much of the time we say, I hope so, and all that we mean thereby is, I would like to see this happen. However, the word hope means to desire and expectantly believe that it is attainable. 
The hope of the child of God, as presented in Scripture, always has both of those elements in it, namely, desires or longings, and expectations or assurance that that object, hoped for, will come. Thus, when in Psalm 131 verse 3, David writes, Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever, he means that we should desire salvation and its blessings, which God promises us, and live in confidence that he will fulfill all of his promises in the minutest of detail. Thus, our versification has, Ye people of the Lord, in him alone confide, from this time forth and forevermore, his wisdom be your guide. All this fits in so beautifully with David's previous words that his heart is not haughty, and that he has behaved and quieted his soul. The Hebrew word is soul rather than myself. He is now like a child weaned, weaned away from his former silly and haughty notions that he knew better than God what was good for him. What about you and me? Do we hope in God? When it comes down to it, you and I cannot hope in God's promises without conviction that they will be fulfilled. We hope, do we not, that Christ will return? We hope that he will lift us up above the curse that now rests upon this earth. But we also hope that he will deliver us completely from the power of sin, so that in the new Jerusalem it will be impossible for us to sin. We will awaken with Christ's likeness and forever be satisfied. Psalm 117 verse 15 But we hope for all this in the expectation of its coming. We hope because we are confident that it will take place. Use the word hope that way, and live in hope, which, Paul says in Romans 5 verse 5, maketh not ashamed. The psalm choir will now sing Psalter number 366 verse 3. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.